Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. What up, what up, what up, though? Ball Hawk Show. The most important thing in business is honesty, integrity, hard work, family. Never forgetting where we came from. Call me, dad was gone. Finally got my dad back. Live a bad, he wouldn't live long. And snatched my dad back. Guidance, I never had that. Streets was my second home. Welcome me with open arms. Provided a place to crash at. A place to study math at. Matter of fact, I learned it all. Burnt it all. This music is where I buried the ashes at. Flashback, not having much, not having that. Had to get some holler breath so you can holler back at. Holler at my Jewish lawyer to enjoy the fruit of it in my cash stack. And just in case a got to use his own boss, own your masters, slaves, the mentality I carry with me to this very day. Rich, let's get wealthy. Who else gonna feed we? If I need it, I'ma get it. However, God help me. And I don't need no hook for this What up, 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 though? Welcome to the Ball Hawk Show podcast. I'm your host, Amal Hawkins. Appreciate you taking time out your day to listen to the latest episode before we kick this episode off. This PSA episode, a.k.a. the Virginia Tech recap. This this episode is sponsored by Aber Insurance. Go to aberinsurance.net for all your insurance needs. That's home, business, auto, or life insurance. Holler at the good people at Able servicing the state of Virginia for over 20 years. Also go to sthujuice.com for your ball hawk show or shut the hell up juice apparel or your be great today apparel or fear apparel. Go check out the site sthujuice.com or you can hit me up directly on Twitter at I am Ball Hawk or Facebook of my Hawkins or Instagram at I am Ball Hawk if you need some gear. So here we go, man. Um, episode courses available on Believe Network. Salute to the great people at Believe Network. So we're going to jump right into this. Usually, you know, I usually drop my podcast episodes on Sunday. You know what I mean? But I had to take a day. When you get built to hind parts, when somebody bring out the leather belt and start taking it to your backside, you know you done messed up, right? So when that takes place, I got to make sure that I'm in the, the appropriate mind frame to recap and discuss what took place. Because we can get emotional and you can start saying things that you can't really walk back. And I've learned over the years, like, don't cut this mic on if you're going to be like super emotional. Got to sit back and evaluate things. Like, you got to be the voice of reason. You came down here just feeding the frenzy, you know? Don't get me wrong, the feeding the frenzy type of approach, you it get a lot of downloads. Like, I understand why people do things for clicks and views. You The monetary gains is, is more. When you just trying to assess things and, and be rational, People don't want to hear that. A lot of times they ain't going to sell. That's why you always see the flamboyant and the mouthy athlete sell more than the humble 
I'm going to let my action speak for itself type of athlete. For all the folks who said be humble, sometimes you got to talk. If you want to be out here, you want to get your worth. It ain't always going to work out at the end of the day. Trust me. It don't always work out. Just because you out here talking don't mean you, you know, you can see it in the stuff. But look, the Hokies scored 55 points. The previous coach, Bronco, when he went down to Lane Stadium, I think they scored like 52. So, you know, when you, this is your first time being a part of this rivalry and you get the welcome committee like that, ain't too much you can say at the podium. I just, I just want to get that out there. Ain't too much X and O's and stats I'm going to talk about this episode. Like, we really going, we sitting down right now. We talking, Okay. If you was coming up here for me to break that, look, I, let's be honest. How much film can I, like, how, I would have to be a Virginia Tech fan to break down this film and, to, and tell you about what happened. I mean, they put foot the hind parts. Bruh, I got on my iPad right now. They got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ex- so my explosive plays is 20 yards. Like, plays are 20 yards or more. They got nine of those. They got two plays over 70 yards. We talking about a rivalry game. If you if you took away, if you just say 40 yards or more, how many plays do they have? They have four of them. If you just said, all right, 30 a yard, 30 30 yard plays, how many or more? How many had they had? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight of those. If somebody just said, well, supposed to plays mean 15, then you got to tag on another play. So that's 10. If you just did 12, that's 12. In a, a rivalry game, like, it's it, it, like a rivalry game is like, Records don't mean nothing. I don't like you. It's disdain. Viewing this game, I saw one team treating it as a true rival just as far as their actions. I'm not talking about the score. I'm just talking about the actions, the cheap shots, the chippiness, the willing to take a flag, the total line, the be a, you know, habitual line stuff because I seen – so. First of all, let me put this out here. Put, put this out here because I didn't do a preview, so I didn't get to talk about this. Apparently, and this is from my understanding. I could I could have been told wrong, but I'm just giving you the backstory. I'm not placing no blame on nothing because I don't believe in the bullet the board material. That ain't me. I don't care. I mean, my old you know, God rest his soul, Coach Welsh used to always say. He don't want to give out bullet to board material, but I was one of those dudes that would give you bullet to board material because I was going to speak my mind. You know what I'm saying? So taking you back to the conclusion of the Duke game, media was asked from my understanding, not to ask players about the Virginia tech game. It was asked to specifically just ask about the Duke game. Some media folks, you know, still ask about the Virginia tech game. And you had a young quarterback. Now, remember, Bronco had a policy. He, would, he, he wouldn't allow first years to talk to the media. 
Coach Elliott doesn't have that policy. So they asked Andy Calandria. And they also asked, like, Yona Saker as well. So Yona's not a first year. So he wasn't the only player that was asked about Virginia Tech. But they asked Andy Calandria, you know, the guy with swagger, the guy that everybody loves, the guy that's out there, his funds, the gunslinger, all these adjectives that's a positive for that young man. He's going to have a bright future here at his university. I say that because in this in this business, you got to put out a lot of caveats and a lot of disclaimers before you really speak your mind because people are going to think you hating on them and you dissing them. I don't, I don't, I don't dislike him and I love him. Calandria, being confident, because you got to speak things to existence. Muhammad Ali said he was the greatest. People hated him when he said he was the greatest until he became the greatest. <laughs> then you had to, you know, sip, shut the hell up, Juice. But anyway, I'm getting long winded. Calandria comes out, I was like, yo, when we beat Virginia Tech, people going to recognize this, 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 and that. And of course, the media person who asked the question shared it because they realized they got, they, I got me one. You feel what I'm saying? I got me one. Yes, sir. Who got me? Hey, I got that quote I was looking for. This the one. And that became the one, right? That became the battle cry in a sense of we might not have been paying attention, but now we paying attention. So apparently they made it a point to shut Anthony Calandria up, right? Which they should, because it's trash talk. You want to shut people up if you feel like they're talking trash. Because you said when we beat them. Now, any competitor would tell you, you always going to say, yeah, I expect to win. Yeah, we're going to beat them. Nobody should take a, like, nobody really takes offense when somebody says, I'm going to beat you. You're supposed to say that. If somebody say, well, we'll we'll see game day or I don't know, they got a good team then we're going to think you a sucker. Like, oh, he weak. We got them. But if somebody said, yeah, we're going to beat them. we like, that's what they're supposed to say. So we as players don't really take that as like extra incentive to, to, uh, to lock in. We look at that uh, as an excuse to do something stupid to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just being honest with y'all. A lot of times, building to board material is just my excuse now to do something stupid. Because now if I do something stupid towards you in the game, you as a fan will say, well, so-and-so shouldn't have been talking about ball hawk. He wouldn't have did that. You give me an out. I have an out now to do something stupid in a sense. So going to the game, they they was hitting them late. Whether it was some target. Uh, uh, one of them shots was targeting by definition, but they didn't say it was targeting. They got some, you know, roughing the passes. They didn't care because that's old school mindset right there. It's like if you're talking trash, we're going to hit you. And remind you what you said. Period. Just like if, if somebody said, yo, I'm going to come out. Yeah, I don't, I don't think they secondary that good. Well, DBs, anytime it's an incomplete pass from, you know, when that receiver is trying to catch the ball, if he catch the ball, you're going to make sure you put a little oomph on it. That's football. So I don't I don't cast any aspersions to Anthony Calandra. I don't, I'm not one of those folks that says, if you, if you like, everybody know, whether you talk or you don't talk, you got to back it up. You got to win, period. So talk. Here's, I, here's what I love about folks who talk. You willing to put yourself out there that if you fail, you got to stand on your tent. You got to stand there and face the noise. Even if you, guess what? Even if you lose, you got to face the noise. It don't, it don't, it don't mean, it don't, like it doesn't matter how respectful you are. And this is a competition. Can we, can we, come on, man. Can we have church right now? Can we talk? Can we talk? I'm serious, man. Like, what we doing, man? 
Like, I just see so many people that suspect, like, guys to just not say nothing in a competition or not celebrate or not, like, as far as Virginia Tech, and I know I'm bouncing around because I told you this is a PSA. We're getting right to it. We're getting right to the gist. The game, they kicked our high pot. Let me give you some stats right quick. First of all, 42,000 people at the stadium is trash can juice. This ain't no rivalry of 42,000 people there. Sorry. I don't know if it was the ticket prices. I, look, if the administrator raised the tickets, y'all need to self-evaluate yourself and realize, hey, my man, if you probably drop the tickets and you get more people, you still get your money back. But trying to up upcharge for this game, no. Y'all ain't been paying attention, especially to the season. A team that got three wins ain't going to sell no fight. Sorry. Ain't nobody coming to see that. What, the Duke game, we had less than 40,000. Come on, man. Was y'all banking on Virginia Tech to, to bring what they have? They had, they had a sold out versus NC State. What you was banking on them to to bring thirty five thousand with them half half a lane stadium? Hell no! Because half of the folks live here. They just said, "Hey yo," they called their cousin them. Hey yo, go to the game representing us because you already in Charlottesville. You ain't come to Lane. Just go to Charlottesville. Forty two thousand. That lets you know no nobody consider this a rivalry outside the locker rooms. And we're gonna get to the locker rooms and the mindsets too. But forty two thousand for a Virginia Virginia Tech game. We gotta do something, man, when it comes to tickets. Like I don't know what it is. I can't tell fans how to spend their money, but if it's affordable, they're gonna come. I was I was seeing people trying to heh. <laughs> huh. I saw a couple of y'all on social media selling y'all tickets trying to hoo <laughs> Come on now. And I can't fault you for trying to get paid, but it backfired. Ain't nobody buy them damn tickets. For what? And anybody that did was like going to a Mike Tyson fight. You mad you bought the ticket because by the second quarter, the game was over with. And I get it. It was just 24 nothing at halftime, right? Everybody keep referencing 98 when we was down, what, 29 to 7, whatever it was. So everybody went to Banco. Well, you know, that this ain't 98. The team I played for was a top 20 team. We was down. We was a top 20 team. Okay? We already won eight games. It's a little different. All right? I'm just giving you context. I ain't poo-pooing on the current team, but we always got to give the full contextual situation of what's going on. Okay? All right? That team had beat the Auburn team at Auburn to start the, start the season. Beat, beat blood down their legs. All right. We was top five, top six in the polls that season. All right. So, okay. And another thing, another thing. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me let y'all in on a little something. Cause I told you, matter of fact, let me, let me stay to the stats. And then we get to what I was about to say. Cause as you can tell, this PSA is straight. We getting right to it. If you're looking for stats, I'm going to give you some stats. Here's a stat for you. Virginia Tech gained 500 yards. They ran for 252, ran for 259. Our kryptonite this year is playing any university with tech in their name. Georgia Tech, Virginia Tech, because it was like deja vu. Pick your poison. Hey, you want to run this time? Yeah, we run this time. Touchdown. Hey, you want to throw this time? Yeah, we throw this time. Touchdown. Hey, what you want to do? Run in reverse? Touchdown. What is it, third and 11? Throw a five-yard hitch. Touchdown. Oh, it's fourth and two? Hey, man, let's run the play action. Touchdown. Hey, we're going to run an RPO. We're going to just throw it in the middle of the scene. Touchdown. We're going to throw a quick toss. Look, we got them outnumbered. Touchdown. 
Oh, they keep, they scored? Let's just run the kickoff back. Touchdown. And look, the touchdown, I ain't even count as an explosive play. So that's 10, 10 explosive plays. And another thing, they, bruh, buddy, Tootin then took over the damn hill. He took over, first of all, how in the hell did they take over the fans, took over the damn hill? We not going to just look at the football team and just say how you let them storm the field, take pictures on the field. I'm going to strike back. How you as fans let them take over the hill? Like, Pride ain't just the team, ain't just the coaching staff. Pride is people, everybody in the damn stadium, bro, for years. All, like, some of y'all just be sitting on your hands waiting for success, and then be like, boom, I told you, who's, 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 who's. You got to have some fight, too. We all got to have some fight. Salute to Tech fans that be coming in our building, taking over our building. Salute to JMU fans coming here. I told you when we lost to JMU, they come in here throwing streamers and stuff, and everybody just over there. Will, we got to win. We got to stop it. But look, as a Wahoo fan, if you ain't never been to Lane Stadium, it don't matter. They're going to attack you. You better keep your head on the swivel. And I ain't condoning it. I'm just saying it's a little different. They be thinking we uppity. Everybody be thinking, because you went to Virginia, you saw. I don't I don't understand that. Like, I get pissed off when one of them fools say I'm soft. Like, what? Cause you cause I went to Virginia, you think I'm soft with a capital T? Why? Cause they wearing khakis and shirt and ties and drinking Zima and 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 white claws and stuff. That like, bruh, I'm from 7-5, man. I come from the trenches. I ain't never been soft. Ain't a part of, ain't nothing on my body soft. Okay, I'm a, hey, I'm a machine. That's the mentality you gotta have. Like, people just be just taking over our stuff, bro. Like we, we, I just be seeing people saying, man, the team gotta have some fight. The team gotta this. The team gotta that. What? You soft? We all soft. What the hell going on? Like you don't got the damn what's the what's the what's the gift the little dude that be balling his fists up that look like a little ant eater like Arthur you don't never be having your fist balled up sometime we over here being over dramatic falling all over and stuff they taking pictures of that we cut that old dramatization out have some fight man take me back to on the field man. Forget all these stats, man. Get this out of my face. I ain't looking at no stats. We we straight PSA. Come on, man. Look, let me tell you something. First of all, I ain't look. What's the first thing I want to talk about? First thing. All right, let's get right to it. Let's get right to it. Hold on, hold on. I need some lead in music. Hold on. I need some lead in music for my rant right now. I'm telling you. I might, I might just talk while this thing going on. I ain't got it queued up. Never mind. Let me tell you something, man. I appreciate leadership, right? A leader is always going to look at themselves and say, I should have done a better job. That's what we want from leaders, correct? Yes? Okay, good. Thank you, guys. So when we look at leaders, 
We say leadership has to take ownership, look at themselves first, like as a coach. A coach should always say, hey, I got to do better. Like, thank you, coach. You're right. We got to do better. But we can't be so literal when a coach say something. We really can't be so literal. Because like, it's damned if you do, damned if you don't. When it came to Bronco Hall, when he took the job, everybody say, Hey, man, you come from over there in the West Coast, BYU. You don't know our culture. If it's going to be your game, you got to win. You got to beat Virginia Tech. It got to mean something to you. You got to do this. You got to do that. And Bronco said, okay. And he brought that damn clock in here, put it on display. And then I'm saying, folks, is like, wait a minute. Are we basing the whole season around one game? Why? Whoa, wait a minute. Like, the dude listened to you, took heed to what you said, and showed you this game means something. Everybody laughed at him. Virginia Tech fans, of course, going to troll. But, yeah, oh, I don't know, man. I never agreed with that, Clint. We can't just base our season around one game. But lo and behold, a lot of y'all going into this week, hey, I know I know, we came up short, but we beat Tech. That's a success. You still beat Tech. That's how, like, either the game is important or it's not important. Make up your mind. Like, some of y'all be moving the fence. Y'all be out here shoulder rolling and Philly Philly shell defense like Floyd Mayweather Jr. sometime. But we can't do that, man. We really can't, man. Here we go. Let me get my, hold on, man. West hold on, This one I'm at right now, you man. This is my setup, man. I'm, I'm about to. A lot of y'all about to catch these strays. Come on. First off. And the click you claim. West side, when we ride, come equip the game. You claim to be a player. Come on, man. That's too much. That's too much. He's too vulgar. I couldn't bleep out everything. That's how I feel right now. Man. I'm about to hit him up style. All right? And don't take it personal. But I'm out here and I'm challenging everybody. I'm even challenging myself. Petty Hawk challenged me all the time. Y'all hear Petty Hawk getting on Ball Hawk all the time. And this Ball Hawk talk to this ain't even Petty Hawk because we having a conversation. But I heard folks really going at like, so here's the thing, bro. A head coach would say, I got to do a better job. I got to have the guys prepared. I got to do this. I got to do that. And, yes, it can be times where coaches don't prepare. I ain't saying he absolve of all errors, none of the coaches. That's the first thing I'm saying. But here's what we got to start doing. We really do. We really, 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 really do. You got to pay attention or just, just tune in to my podcast because I'm going to help you pay attention. Here's what I'm going to tell you that I, I've said all the time. I ain't never, ever. Blame the coach for missing the tackle, missing the block, blowing the coverage, blowing the assignment, dropping the ball, dropping the pick, giving no effort. I ain't never blamed the coach, ever. And I'll never let a player say, man, coach, hell no. You dropped the pass. You missed the block. You missed the tackle. You blew the coverage. You knew. You was prepared all week, all year, in the film room, in the walkthrough. In the locker room at halftime. You ready to go night-night? That's what it seemed like. So when I hear Coach Elliott or Coach Rudd or Coach uh, Kitchens take accountability and say, I got to do this, leaders do that. So we always want the leader to fall on the sword, correct? But some of you guys with your disgusting disdain for gentlemen that coach will run with that shiz naive and say, I told you, look, he even said he didn't have him prepared. Sometimes you could be prepared and that other team was just better than you. Just because you lose on me, you won't prepare. It's all about who can execute 
on a more consistent basis during the game. You can know what's coming. That's why I ain't care about the stealing damn sign stuff of Michigan. I don't care. You know what I'm going to run. You watch film. You know about formation. You could call out a play. Hey, toss to the left. So what? Get off the block. Get to the ball. Tackle them. Hey, they throwing deep. So what? Get in the coverage. Stop them from catching it. Tackle them. Just because you lose does not mean you are not prepared. Just because a team kicked yo, you know what? I'm pretty sure when I was in high school, we were kicking people behind parts. They were prepared, but they just weren't prepared for this action they was getting. That's what they weren't prepared for. They weren't prepared for it in the flesh. They prepared for it mentally, but in the flesh is a whole different. You can come on the field, oh, I studied the tape of so-and-so. I think I got them. And then they get in front of them, and they like, wait a minute. I ain't know he was like this. Everybody got a plan with Mike. Everybody got a plan to get punched in the mouth. And they came out, and they punched us in our mouth. Come on, bro. We, we didn't have a single first down. We didn't earn a single first down to damn near halftime. The one first down we got was due to a late hit penalty. We ain't earned an official first down until, let me see the possession, man. Because y'all, I'm irritated right now. I'm getting hype again. Look, 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 series one, three, three plays, two yards, three plays, nine yards, three plays, eight yards, three plays, two yards, five plays, 22 yards, four plays, two yards. Come on, man. That was, that was our first half. Then we finally had a 12 play, 12 plays, 26 yards, 12 plays, 26 yards. Look at this, bro. We had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven series of less than 10 yards. Three plays, two yards, punt. Three plays, nine yards, punt. Three plays, eight yards, punt. Three plays, two yards, interception. Five plays, 22 yards, punt. Four plays, two yards, negative two yards. Hold on, hold on. Because we had some penalties and stuff, but still. Our first possession, three plays, negative two yards. Now, granted, we had to outen up the first play of the damn game, and we threw the receiver out of bounds. Wide, bucket naked, wide open. We threw him out of bounds. That can't happen. You know, we done played too many games, done put dudes on too many posters to come out in a rivalry game, and you taking a shot, and it's open, and we throw him out of bounds. That's not acceptable, Period. Because then we try to run the ball and get negative yards. We just won't execute at all. Like some like here's the thing, bro. When a when when I hear coaches say or players say it's just another game, I appreciate them for trying to deflect. But in this day and age, you better off speaking your damn mind and being honest because they're going to destroy you because they're destroying y'all now for saying it's just another game. Because I know when they ask us about Tech, like, oh, yeah, we want to beat them. I played against them in high school. I got a couple of teammates. Heck, yeah, I'm trying to smash them. you damn right. This is when I knew Virginia Tech was a little different. Let me read you Coach Brant Pry. They asked him on scoring 55 points against UVA. This man said, 
And I quote, it's awesome. I'm still mad about the seven we left on the one-yard line. But again, I think we got a lot of weapons. It's awesome. I don't think that's classless. I don't think that's being a prick. I don't think that's, I think that's how you're supposed to answer when you're talking about a rival. Somebody that you compete with in the state of Virginia when it comes to recruiting. Yes, you're supposed to bask in the glory of beating them. I don't care what their record is. You don't think we bask in the glory of 98 when we beat them down there in Lane Stadium we knew we were going to the Peach Bowl? Bask. You don't think when we beat them in 2019 here, you ain't see how everybody came on the field? I don't care if it was for, for the Coastal and we was going to AC. Man, please. Well, I wish we had a bunch of Nikita, uh, Nikita Cole, uh, Nikita Cole also, and we could, um, rush and sickle all them fans that be coming on our field after they beat us. What? Talking about beat them and they won't rush the field. No, how about we rush them with some, some damn rushing sickles, start leg dropping and power bombing them for coming on our field. I bet you won't come on the field anymore. We got authority standing together talking about, oh, look at them. Man, listen, I should have RKO all, a lot of y'all for running our field. I ain't hating on you. But you're going to respect me. Shout out to the sprinkler system. Shout out to the grounds crew. Get your ass off our field. Enough is enough. You coming back out to take pictures? Everybody gone. What the hell? Man, if you don't get your John Brown high parts in that locker room. So, yeah, cut the sprinkler zone. That's a robbery, sucker. What? The nerve that they, we, I tell you what. Every time we play at Lane Stadium, prepare to rush the field. And I guarantee you, you're going to see some folks trying to leg drop you, rush and sickle you, throw you off the top ropes. They fans ain't going to allow it. They fan, they, they, they players going to try to fight you. They don't care about no class. Hey, yo, can y'all do me a favor and sip, shut the hell up, Juice, talking about class when it comes to this violent sport, please? That's like telling a boxer to be classy or an MMA fighter to be classy. Bro, I'm getting trained for war, and you want me to be classy? I like I've been there? Man, shut up. This is a nasty sport. We need nastiness. Let me tell you. Let me take you back. <laughs> let me take you back to something right now because everybody glorified this, but y'all, y'all gloss over this. When we talk about the 98 game, forget my damn catch. When we talk about the 98 game, Right? And and I always tell y'all when we went to the locker room, how Poindexter and Wally Rain and those guys stood up and took over the locker room. Do you realize look, shout out to Anthony Poindexter. Love him like a brother. Thomas Jones at the game, my brother. Love him. They smile, they're respectful, respectable, some great human beings. I'm talking about got million dollar smiles. Give you the, the shirt off their back. Wally Rayner just inspire anybody to do anything you want. Just intense human being. All my brothers that I play with love them. But let me tell you something about those guys that they ain't going to say that I'm going to say it. And you getting exclusive right now. And I want to cuss, but I know I know I, for, for, for this audience, I can't curse. But a lot of times when you cuss, people really understand how how like serious you is. So I'm not going to cuss. But check this out. Here's one thing y'all need to learn about those individuals. They were mean as F. Mean. Okay? 
If you didn't do something you were supposed to do, you were get you was gonna get paws put on you. They was gonna make sure the coach ain't have to coach. They was in your face. Coach won't gonna save you. Coach, look, Anthony Poindexter would tell the great coach, coach George Well, God rest his soul. This is my field. This is my job. Stay out there and do your job. If Coach Welsh tried to say something to the defense that they was too physical versus the offense, I heard Dex tell George Welsh, stay yo, and this is a, a G rated version, and it's respect, respectfully, okay? He ain't no cancer, but when that switches on, that I'm going to destroy everything, switches on that a lot of football players need. When Anthony Point, when, when it was just Dex, the captain, when that captain switch cut on, even George Welsh knew, I'm leaving three alone. He told Dex one time during practice, because Dex was lighting us up on off. I'm talking about hitting everybody. Knockout. Get your Coach Welsh was like, Christ, Lance, control your guys. We're going to run out of offensive guys. We're not going to have anybody for the game. Then he goes, hey, Poindexter, you need to calm it down. Dex responds, this my job. In between those lines, this is what I do. You stay out there. End quote. George Wells responds by looking at Coach Lance and saying, that guy is crazy. Smiled and walked off and told offensive guys, you guys Protect yourself. Because he knew you can't tell that dude how to stop working. That's high level working. That's a mean dude. So when that mean dude came in the locker room on his crutches with the Yankee hat cocked to the side and said, leave. Telling the coaches to leave. It ain't. It won't no coaching that helped us come back. It was one of your own, showing you that mean side. Like either you go out there and beat them, or I'm gonna beat you. Basically, I ain't saying he gonna literally do that, but that's. I come from an era where if you ran from a fight, your mama push you back outside, lock the door, and say you better fight. If you don't fight them, I'm a, I'm gonna beat you. So you had to go fight the bully. It won't about winning a. It was about showing, you may beat me, but I'm going to get my licks. That's what the rivalry is about. Yeah, I may not beat you every time, but damn sure you can remember you played me. This Saturday, they ain't, ain't nobody played them. Respectfully as a whole, we had guys out there fighting. I ain't calling none of our kids quitters. That's one thing I ain't going to do. That team ain't quit. But that team over there with that diarrhea color, and them white jerseys to go with it, they was mean. I ain't seen no mean, uh, like, enough guys that were mean. I could point out one for sure. Jonas Sanker, that joker wearing number 20 was mean. Mean. Did he make every tackle? No. But I saw him being mean, wanting it. And it's more and more, it's like, it's more, y'all, man. I just pointed out Jonas because he popped up in my head. That's why. I ain't saying Malik didn't. I ain't saying Malachi wasn't. I ain't saying that Cam Robinson or James Jackson or Ahern or or Josie or 
or Bowley or like I won't say uh, the Juggernaut or or um, for movie like list goes on and on because I don't want to think guys are just saying oh Ballhawk said I played soft no no I'm just saying they took it up one notch more but it's just I just saw some guys I was like yo that joke of fighting right there we might be getting our butts whooped but they fighting but it's going like with this type of game you got to toe the line Every like I said, man, everybody always talking about the '98 game. Y'all don't remember Donnie Green trying to fight their punter? We tried to fight their punter more than once. We was ready to fight all game. Two twenty nineteen, just recently, you remember Hasis Dubar ready to fight right on, like like trying to fight. People was trying to fight. I ain't saying you got to go out there and be ready to like trying to fight, but you got to show his fight. Like when, when they was hitting Calandria, bruh, lineman. And I ain't going against with Tony teach y'all or none of that, but damn it. That's the golden child. Like anybody's quarterback is the golden child. They dumping them on purpose. Willing to get the 15. You mean to tell me what was the headbutt said now that, that warrants a headbutt. Boop, hey dog, what we doing? Cause I saw it was times around the, around the pile when we was trying to get guys off of Calandria and defensive dudes would push our linemen. Like, hold on, dog. I'm gonna make the I'm gonna really make the I'm gonna really make the refs really police this game now. Cause I'm gonna show you what I'm gonna tell you. You feel me? Again, man, it's just that mindset. And I'm not questioning the mindset of our players. I'm not questioning the mindset of our coaches. I'm just taking y'all. Behind the curtain of this rivalry. What you got to be willing to do to win. Period. I'm really, I'm willing to go into the deep uh, deep depth of the abyss to beat them. Facts. I don't care the perception you have of me when it comes to beating them. I, I don't want no class. I want to be the most despicable human being when it comes to beating them. You know why? Because they willing to. When you're fighting a killer, you got to be a killer. When you're playing against a dog, you got to be a dog. Ain't no rising above. You got to go in the mud with them, beat them at their own game. Yeah, you ain't so bad. You remember Rocky Balboa fight Mr. Fort Mr. T the second time? What he had to do? He had to, get, he had to bite down, as they say. He had to trash talk Mr. T. He had to make Mr. T punch him with all he got. He had to callous his body and his mind. To have Mr. T punch himself out, but in the in the midst of Mr. T punching himself out, guess what he had to do? He had to go through the abyss, through all the punishment and the pain. I love Rocky movies. When he fought Ivan Drago, he had to train himself, callous himself to go through and understood he knew he was gonna get his hind parts beat down until he finally could land and, and work the body. He knew he had to go. Through the abyss. Everybody love all these great stories. Oh, Gladiator and all these movies. But they don't understand what the characters with Creed, Creed 1, Creed 2, Creed 3. What they had to go through. Pain. Are you willing to go through the pain? Them jokers carry around a lunch pail, bro. For a reason. Telling you, man, they have a disdain for us. A disdain. When I played against Tech, I despised them. What? Please. Shut the hell up, Juice. Dwight Vic, my big brother. On on the sideline. He talking trash our defense guy. Hey, Vic, what's up? Cuz, you know what it is? 
We ain't doing that. Not today. No, sir. Mm-mm. Little homie Mike Vic. Nah, we not doing that. I don't care who you is. My last game down there in 2000, psh, ready, hey, knuckle up. I don't care. Hey, his ankle hurt. Go get that ankle. Yeah, I love him like a brother. This is this is this is war. Get that foot. Destroy them. Womack going crazy the first quarter, running all over. Not a hard fought game. They came back and won, but we try to we try to get it. When I hit you, I'm trying to knock you about, get you up out of here. In a legal sense, I ain't trying to spear you or nothing like that. But that's what it's about. Now it takes me to the to, to the next layer. All right. Because people always talk about the administrator, administration, right? Administration. They don't care nothing about football. They don't care nothing about football. How we going to win when they don't care about football? Let me tell you something, bro. This, they were saying this back in when I was playing. Ain't nothing changed. Sooner or later, we got to get out of our own way, bro. We got to get out of our own way. It is what it is sometimes. While I grew up at it is what it is. Either you gonna either you gonna adapt or the same thing gonna keep happening to you over and over. It just is what it is. When I was here, and I'm still pissed off about this, how they got Coach Welsh up out of here because they wanted to do more and they want this and we want that. And fans were like, Yeah, I'm tired of winning six or seven games. We need more. Let's go get a high profile this. Let's get them blim 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 blim. Hey, a lot of y'all sipping shut the hell up juice right now, so please stop. Now you wish you had the coach Wells Earl just at least win the seven games, huh? And then being a competitive with Tech, win two years, lose two years, win one year, lose one year. We want that whole thing back, don't you? That's why I say a lot of times you really don't got the answer, bro. You got to sit back, calm down, sit down, hold on. We love you. We love that you love the university, that you uh, donate your hard-earned dollars. Whether you're a season ticket holder, whether you get a couple of tickets to some games, whether you donate this, whether you buy merch, you are appreciated. But LeVar Ball said the best, stay in your lane. I ain't going to tell no administrator what they got to do. I break down film. I try to learn what coaches are doing. I ain't going to tell no coach what to do because I can't do that damn job. I don't want to do the damn job. Tell you the truth, I don't want that job. Because sometimes I'm getting blamed for something that I know ain't my fault. You think I want that type of job? No. Hell no. No. No, no, no. No. I don't want no job that I, I know I'm in the right. But, I mean, don't get me wrong. Y'all remember coaching not shot at the, Dr. Bob. But you remember when we lost down there in Tech? Dr. Nye gave y'all the real deal when he threw all the players under the bus. <laughs> he threw everybody under the bus. Everybody like, oh, my God. He gave you, he pulled that curtain back like, yo, I, we prepared so-and-so for this, and he still did what he wanted to do. That's the game we played three quarterbacks. Got smoked. Coach and I out there was like, hey, there, just diary of the mouth telling. He telling, telling. He out this thing like Corey. <laughs> Shout out to Corey. Corey always catches strays. Oh, speaking of strays, let me tell y'all something, man. My former... Who, uh, my 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 my, and ain't none of y'all want none of my damn teammate. First of all, but some of you wahoos out there that be on the social media with these all American thumbs that be talking crazy about this current generation and 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 what they need to do when it comes to tech. 
and how they ain't got no heart and how this and how that. First of all, if you're going to talk about these players like that, you got to offer yourself up as you got to show, you got to demonstrate that you came up short too for you, for you take that route. I just want to let y'all know. Hold on. I got to text him, man. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. So I see old alum. First of all, y'all be y'all really y'all really be like disappointing me when y'all be going to social media like fire Ellie. Like your ass ain't been back. Excuse my language for saying that that that's a curse word. Your hind pots ain't been up here to even have a conversation with Elliot, but you saying fire Elliot, he can't get it done. You don't come to no practices. You don't have no discussions with nobody, but you saying fire Elliot. That's the first thing. Cause I don't look, you ain't on the same grading scale as a fan. Don't be saying fans do it. You ain't no damn fan. You're a former player. You know how this process works. And the fact that you from afar acting like that really pisses me off. That's my first thing. Second of all, a lot of y'all took the opportunity to take shots at these players when they lost the tech. Yeah, they got beat by a lot. 55 to 17. But a lot of y'all ain't never beat Tech. And y'all be talking down on them. Like y'all, like when you played, y'all was really beating Virginia Tech. Like y'all really got a winning record or something over Virginia Tech. That's what be pissing me off. Like we got to stop this, man. Stop, stop going on social media talking about the team. So all these folks be like, yeah, you tell them. Yeah, you tell them. Them same folks know you ain't beat Tech either. You ain't beat them. You used to get smacked too. Maybe not like this, but you got smacked. You ain't quit. You played your heart out. You prepared. You tried your best, but you came up short. But you be out here really talking like some of y'all be taking this stance, like because you don't, you don't, you don't say like I give you a prime example. When I talked about the Georgia Tech game and I'm getting beat, I talked about 2000 when Georgia Tech kicked my ass down there. I said the a word again. I'm sorry, kids. I talked about Georgia Tech. Beating our high pots in 2000, and I know how I feel to get your tail beat by Georgia Tech. I know firsthand. I know firsthand. So that shows the player that I'm not coming down on you like I'm higher than you. I'm actually eye level with you. I'm in the mud with you. Let's get out together. I know how to get past this. I know how to work my way back up because I was just like you. Y'all don't have that approach. Y'all pointed them like y'all was three and one. Or at least 500 versus Tech. Some of y'all 0-4, 0-5. You was here five years and never beat them. And still be like, man, y'all trash. Y'all trash. Like, come on, man. We got to stop doing that, bro. And if you feel the type of way, you know my number. Hit me up. We could we could have a discussion. But I, I ain't going to do it on social media. I'm not going to respond to you with the same energy. Because that ain't, ain't, hey, nobody wins when the family fuse. That's why I'm saying on my platform like this. And you know who you are. But you, you, you can't do that, bro. You got you to gotta relax, man. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. So when you as a former player going off on players like that, like they looking at you like, damn, you one of the OGs. Matter of fact, I ain't never talked to you. And we, I mean, we got former players who, who, who big, who bigger than like got big followings. <laughs> But ain't never met Coach Elliott. Got that herded through the grapevine type of type of tweets and stuff. Like, yo, my man, have you even chopped it up with him yet for you to have this view versus I heard it through the grapevine? Because it's stuff that people say through you heard through the grapevine, but I took 
the opportunity to meet you and be like, oh, heard through the grapevine was wrong. Like, why does everybody feel like they just want to throw? Like, it's easy to throw shots from somebody down. It is. And I feel like a lot of times that's what y'all do, man. Take a shot. For all the, it's a lot of folks now that want the staff gone, like want this guy gone, want that guy gone. Y'all won't say that after Duke. You won't say that after Louisville. You really won't. I ain't just saying wins because we only won two, you know, three total games. But when we played very, the games we played very well, cable short in the end. Especially after the UNC game, everybody was loving the coaching staff. And then went down to Miami, went to overtime. Georgia Tech game pissed y'all off. But then coming back, going against Louisville, seeing how the rest, it worked against us. And then, it's, ain't it ironic this year, right? So coming to the season, and even during the season, everybody compare Elliott to Elko. Salute to Elko. He went back to Texas A&M, where he from. Got that money. I think he gave him like $100 million. It's hard to turn that down. But everybody's comparing Elliot and Elko. Elliot and Elko. Elliot, look what Elliot, look, look what Elko did. Look what Elko did. Tony beat him pretty easily this year. We beat Duke from front to back. That's ironic. Second thing. A couple years ago, that team in Powder Blue was taking some of the recruits we felt like we should get, some legacy guys or, or you know, people who have family members that went here, things of that nature. And everybody like, man, you want to see you always get the recruits, blah, 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 blah. Elliot beat them this year. Everybody was on cloud nine when Elliot beat those two teams. But we get so – this, this is how you know Bronco was right with that clock and anybody had an issue with that clock, you wrong. Because we get smashed like this versus Tech, and now it's all of a sudden Elliot ain't never prepared for no games. We ain't – we don't we – like people go take this Tech loss and say it's the whole year was like this Tech game. You got fans who really do that. That's how you know this game means a lot. So when Bronco put that clock up and he got joked, it's like, yo, y'all got to make y'all mind up because y'all know good and damn well, you do, that this game, and we got to stop saying this game is their Super Bowl. We got fans that feel like this game is our Super Bowl. Y'all, y'all know y'all damn do. If if we only win one game, I wanted to be Virginia Tech. I don't care what our record be, just beat Virginia Tech. That's, That's Super Bowl mentality, bro. It is. Somebody posted, <laughs> shout out to Brandon Lloyd. <laughs> he was petty. Somebody say, somebody posted a video, uh, uh, a photo of uh, the year we were ranked number one in 90. And uh, Brandon Lloyd was like, you do know we lost a tech that year too. <laughs> it ain't funny, but it's funny, man. Because people just be like, yo, they be like, <laughs> Oh my God, man. I still believe in Coach Elliott and the staff. Call me crazy. Say what you want. People say, I got a heart. I got a heart. You know, it's hard for me to believe. It ain't hard for me. It's not. Like, if I had, like, if I had a discussion with you on Twitter, I'm not taking a shot at you. Uh, but sometimes I feel like those are undertones. I do personally because I feel like you guys are saying it's hard for me to believe that you would. Why? Why is it hard? Why? If I said I feel like he should still be our coach, I say yes. What is why? Why are we discussing it any further? Why do I have to convince you? 
You ask me if I feel like he should still be. Why do people do that? Why do they say, hey, do you feel like so-and-so is better? Like, who do you think is better, player A or player B? I'd be like, player A. Why? And you tell him why. But blah, 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 blah. Okay. So you still think player A is better? Yes. How? Because that's, <laughs> I just told you why. I told you how, but you didn't like my how. That's why I feel like with Elliot, bro. Like, I like how we got better on offense. I like uh, with the guys that he recruited, how they gave us production right away. I, I do. I like how he's developing the guys. I really do. I feel like he can continue to get recruits, continue to go to the transfer portal and get guys. Um, we showed that we had some deficiencies and we coached around it and we're still able to compete versus teams. He finally has a true offseason where he can recruit. Last year around this time, he was going to three different funerals. He was. We were mourning the loss of our three young kings while one of our young kings was still in the hospital trying to get back to playing this year. Like, I don't like to say we owe somebody something, but it's like you give somebody the grace. Like, when you look at the timeline being the head coach, what he's went through, he deserves that grace. He really does. Because that could come back to bite you. I'm telling you, what we did to George is still coming back to bite us. Facts. Christ. We just pushed my dog out. Yeah, I said it. We just pushed him out. He ain't, don't get me started on that. I'm going to close. I'm going to shut my mouth. Out of respect to Coach Wells, because Coach Wells can't say if it's true or false right now, because he upstairs looking at me right now saying, Christ, Hawkins. Cut the mic off. That's enough. That's all I got for y'all, man. Good's the enemy of great. Be great in everything that you do. Never let nobody tell you you can't do just such a mind out to do. Maybe I do a true recap episode, but I just want to check. This is a damn PSA. We got to check ourselves at the door. Everybody got to have that dog. The culture got to have that dog. We got to stop being so uppity, man. We always thinking, looking down on you peasants. <laughs> you peasants, how dare you we gotta stop having that mentality man tell you what they took over that damn hill i ain't like that the whole hill well, not the whole hill but that's the type of stuff y'all be saying the whole hill the left side of that damn hill was maroon when everybody took off when they scored 24 points in the third quarter when the time of possession was so bogus this game that the, the quarter they scored 24 points they had the ball for four minutes <laughs> Forget Tyler Possession, man. You better score. I can only laugh, man. Laugh at my pain, man. Ballhawk Show, we out of here. Make sure you subscribe. Appreciate y'all. Um, I'm going to have a whole season recap soon. I'm going to really, I'm going to have to break it into quarters. Like the first quarter season, second. I don't know. I might do it, might not. But that's all I got. Let me get up out of here. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.